without sponsors like SmoothMyBalls.com, this show would not exist. Go to SmoothMyBalls.com slash Anthony Rogers and make sure your balls don't look like my face. Oh yeah, uh, before I forget, go to GlitchEnergy.com, use promo code BESTSHOW, get 25% off Glitch Energy and stay in the zone when you're playing video games. Bye. You are now listening to the best show in the universe. The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show, but it's not. It's the Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Uh, today we have legendary uh, Twitch streamer and content creator, uh, Ginger Bites. How are you doing? Hi, I am fantastic today. Thank you for having me on the show. No problem, no problem. <laughs> so uh, what, what got you into uh, streaming, I guess, like originally? I actually really love gaming. Like it's been a hobby of mine for a while. Um, and it just wasn't something that I personally like shared a lot, uh, which is funny. Basically, I got into adult more around the time where girl gamers weren't as popular i started an adult i think maybe a year after pokimane started on the platform and i think she was the first big female streamer to go viral on twitch um so basically it was just not something that was attractive i guess i don't know i don't know why people thought that but like guys didn't think that i guess just girls kind of were like no don't do something like that because like you know what I mean? Then you're in the boys' space. Uh, but yeah, no, a lot of my uh, specific hobbies, you know, particular streaming and, and making more like mainstream content kind of were kept on the DL for a while. Um, and then I actually, I remember I mentioned it kind of like, like jokingly, I was on Instagram live. I was like, yeah, I might just start a Twitch stream and, you know, just quit this. And I actually got a lot of support. People were really like, you know what? Yeah, if you were to start that, I'd watch that. And I was like, you know, I like wouldn't be taking my shirt off, right? <laughs> like I'd be actually like doing something else that's not hot half the time. <laughs> Cause most of the time I log on and like today is like not really a cosplay day. Today I've got my little LED and cause we're playing Detroit Become Human. And I like literally right after this and top on stream because I'm on five days a week. Um but like Usually it's very laid back and just very like a group of friends hanging out and like very much based in community. Um, I know I very much could, you know, kind of amp up the sex appeal, but also why would I want to do that? <laughs> if I don't have to do that, <laughs> like if I don't feel like it, why? <laughs> no, that's a good point, dude. Yeah. Do uh, uh, do con do uh, Twitch streamers that like don't that that like weren't in porn first? Do they get pissed when they hear like porn stars are coming to coming to Twitch, or is it a cool thing for them? Like. I, it, it's 50, 50. There are people who don't like it because they feel like adult, like people who have done adults shouldn't be in public spaces, which is stupid. I'm like, what do you think? I have like, like 24 hours of the day. No, I'm like, I'm in, you can see me at the mall. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm going to guarantee, even if you recognize me, you may not realize where you recognize me from, you know? Um, but it's just, sorry. I'm like, looking at my screen. I'm so used to this because this is <laughs> how I stream. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, no, it's 50-50. Some people are really mad about it. Uh, they feel like more porn stars or cam girls or whatever, or people like Amaranth. 
uh, who is very much known for her sex appeal or like Sasha Gray, like people like that, they feel like they're stealing their viewers. And I'm going to be very honest with those people. If someone was logging on to see titties, they were not going to click on your stream. <laughs> they logged on to see titties, you know, but people just have this kind of victim mentality of, oh, well, it's because these women are on the platform that are sexual that people have seen naked or who profit off their sexuality or whatever. And, you know, that's the reason I'm not successful. There's a lot of kind of hatred spewing out. And then there's the other side, which is mostly other women. Honestly, I see it a lot from guys. I have seen it from other girl streamers, but it's mostly guys doing it um, where they're just really salty because they're like, oh, if I had boobs, I'd be successful. I'm like, I don't tell you that. I don't. I don't know how to tell you this, dude, but that's not how it works. If all it took was a pair of titties, then I'd be a multimillionaire, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm very blunt about that. Uh, no, but the other half, mostly girls, they don't particularly care. They're like, I mean, I got my viewers. I'm going to work hard. I do what I do. I, You know what I mean? I believe in my content. I believe in my stream. And there are guys like that, too. I will say that. I'm not saying it's all of them. I am saying most of who I see it from. You know, there's girls on the side that are being assholes. There's guys on the side that are being cool. It's just who I primarily see kind of talking shit. Um, but, I, yeah, I would say it's split down the middle. And I, I would see more support for it every single day. Um, I just think that, again, people, especially when it comes to creating content, who aren't seeing the results that they would like, um, and I'm guilty of this too. I've done this previously. I will say I've, I'm guilty of this. It's a self-development thing. Um, when they're not seeing the results that they like, when they're not seeing the numbers, like the, the number of viewers in the room that they would like, or they're not reaching Twitch partner or Twitch affiliate as fast as they would like, or their socials aren't blowing up as fast as someone who may be more conventionally attractive or may show more cleavage or maybe shirtless on cam, like for the guys, you know what I mean? Cause I think that's allowed. But like they look at that and they automatically kind of instead of looking inside and thinking, what what can I do differently? How can I improve my stream? Should I invest more in my stream? Should I put more money down? Again, I put initial like $2,000 down just to stream. You know what I mean? Like it was a huge investment up front. And people don't think about how much it takes to really be successful. It's not just you log on. And then all of a sudden you have a bunch of views. A lot of people, again, I started with an audience, so I will say I'm very, very grateful for that. But a lot of people sit at zero views for a very long time, you know, before they get that first initial viewer. And they're not willing to do what it takes to change the stream to get people in the room, you know. Um, and so they'll point fingers. They'll kind of like point fingers at whoever seems like the easiest target. You're the reason I'm not successful. You're the reason I don't have viewers in my stream. And the reality is just simply they're not willing to do what they need to do to be successful, but they're not willing to admit it to themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's like they blame other people's success for their failures, which is kind of retarded. Like, honestly, it's like, it's like anybody could really do anything, you know, anybody. And then the thing is, too, like, people can be on top for a little bit. And, like, I mean, it doesn't, nothing lasts ever. Like, like being, being dope doesn't last any more than sucking, you know? Like, yeah, they, it, like none no, of them exactly. last, really. Like, <laughs> No, exactly. And I will say, I do feel like it takes a, a very particular person to be able to be a live streamer. Um, there, it, It's funny, like, uh, I do see some introverts, like, on Twitch. I feel like introverts that can socialize well do the best on Twitch because you have to be locked in a good amount of the time. You have to be able to be really dedicated to the hours that you're putting in. Again, I stream minimum three hours a day, five times a week. 
And then sometimes I put in extra hours if I can. And I would be putting in an extra two, three hours a day if I didn't have my son, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a lot, you know? I, people don't really realize, like, you staring at a screen and being super emotionally invested in something, especially something like a, a game, where you're really attached to the characters and you're really attached to the scenario going on, especially, like, you have, like, war games or you have, like, I'm playing, again, Detroit Become Human, where it's very like, like you get attached to these characters, you know what I mean? You feel like you know them and then they die or something really insane happens and they get hurt or you lose someone, you know, you just, you never really know. And you're playing through these games live. And so people are seeing these reactions and you're streaming five hours of time, interacting with chat, interacting with the game, going through all of these motions, trying to control the, the stream itself, especially as a beginning streamer. I finally just got a, uh, you know, my first moderator. Hey, Sam, what's up? Uh, <laughs> and he's been fantastic. He takes a lot of that out. But for someone who needs more in-person social interaction, they're going to be more likely to neglect their stream because they're going to want to go out and they're going to want to go hang out with their friends. And that's perfectly fine. I need some of that. It's not healthy to be inside all the time. But they also are not willing to acknowledge, okay, I have to be here for this set amount of time. It negatively affects them, you know? And then you have, like, introverts who aren't very social, who don't really know how to talk to people. It's something you can learn, but don't really know how to talk to people, don't really have a lot of energy. Um, they're not really able to switch between, like, a million tasks at once. They don't do very well on the platform either. Typically, unless they're playing like more like Stardew Valley or like Animal Crossing or like a game like that, which again, perfectly fine. I love those games. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those. I am saying that those people don't do as well playing something like, say, Valorant, you know, or Call of Duty or um, what's another Skyrim even, you know, they just don't do well there. So I think part of it, too, is uh, finding your niche and finding out where you kind of excel um, and figuring out if you are the type of creator on the platform who is going to kind of have that it factor, so to speak, to kind of start out well. And if you don't, try and figure out how you can move more towards that. How can you develop yourself to do what you want to do? And I think another question people should ask themselves is, why do you want to stream on Twitch? Because if the answer is, I want to play video games for a living, or I want to get famous, or I'm doing this it for money. This episode is brought to you by Formula 420. Go to formula420.com or loveyourglass.com and get some awesome pipe cleaners and stop smoking out of dirty pipes, you bum. Absolutely. You're going to fail. If your answer is anything but I want to build a community, I love streaming, or I don't know, I just decided to do it and I've stuck with it and now we're here, don't do it <laughs> like because you will drop out and you'll lose a lot of money and a lot of time. You'll be very disappointed in yourself. Is there good money in streaming video games? I would say at first, no, there's a lot of investment and a lot of time and you go a very long time working essentially another part-time to full-time job while seeing nothing. And I would say it's very similar with adult content creation. Um, it was very similar with my OnlyFans, very similar with my YouTube. It's very similar with a lot of different uh, content platforms. There's a lot that goes up at, at first. Uh, you have to put that initial investment in time and money in. Um, but I would say once you've kind of made it, even small streamers are, you know, making a good amount. 
You know, I mean, you think of, let me, let me look up Pokebane's net worth real quick. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, so some people make like nothing, some people make millions, and then some people make like moderate, like kind of livings too, you think? Yeah, I would definitely say it's uh, across the board. I'm literally looking this up right now because I know it's. Do you make more off OnlyFans or off Twitch? Right now, I make more off OnlyFans, but my OnlyFans has also been around for four years now since OnlyFans started. I oh, hopped wow, on that train wow. real fast. <laughs> wow, that's a long time. I didn't know OnlyFans was around that long. I thought it was a yeah, good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been around since 20, 2016? 20, okay. 2017? Yeah, I heard people kill it on that. Like, I hear so many people making money on that. Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, her network is $2 million. <laughs> Damn, just from playing yeah. video games recently? She's yeah, like, she like, that's her main thing. Wow, that's crazy. That's got to be awesome. Like, I play video games too, but I don't, I don't like stream that much. Like, uh, that would be that would be cool job. That would be a very cool job, though. I mean, I think that's pretty fucking chill. It is something like it. It's funny. I compare like being a webcam model to being a Twitch streamer. Whether I'm doing like an IRL stream because Twitch is mostly like originally was just streaming games, and now they have the IRL categories. So you have like music streamers, um, cooking. ASMR, just chatting, like whatever. So you do get a little bit of that cam girl nature on Twitch because it's, let's be honest, it's more profitable than MFC or like any cam site at this point. It's not really almost worth signing up because they're oversaturated and you can start off, you, you don't have to get naked on Twitch. You know, you can't. So, <laughs> you know, it's more based on uh, playing games and having fun and kind of interacting with people, which uh, is more people's vibe most of the time. Um, it's very much a struggle, but I will say I have very little issue logging on five days a week and streaming three to four, even five hours on Twitch than I ever did on MFC. And I remember how many excuses I would make to just not have to log on to MFC because as much as I loved my room and I loved my chat, it wasn't very profitable. I didn't really enjoy it. And at a certain point, I just, I felt like I was going nowhere with it. I was wasting my time on something I hated, you know? Um, and that's the funniest thing is when you get into a space where it is less sexual and it is more based on conversation and your personality is at the forefront rather than your sexuality, things are so different. They're just so insanely different because people aren't coming on expecting that. You know, they're coming on expecting you. They're coming on to expect you to play the game and to see your reactions to it. They're coming on to talk to you. They're coming on to see you spaz out or make your favorite drink or talk about football or whatever. You know, they're not coming on to see you naked. And that's the main difference uh, between Twitch and MFC. And I think a big reason why I'm able to log on to Twitch so much easily, so much more easily is because the expectation there is simply we are showing up for you because we love you as a creator and we support your content as a creator, just point like period. And that's the only reason we're showing up, you know? And when I see that and I see my chat being super active and I don't feel this pressure to be promoting tipping all the time and promoting subs all the time, I do it like twice a show and then my moderator is really good about like promoing it. 
But like, I don't feel like it's like, I have to be like, you need a tip for that request. You need a tip for that request, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because even if people aren't subbing or even if people aren't, you know, cheering or anything like that, I still get ad revenue, which you can't do on MFC. And I'm still having a lot of fun. So at the end of the day, it's even when you have a bad stream day, you get no subs. Maybe you get a couple follows. You have a less, you know, less people in your room than you're used to. It's still ultimately worth it because I'm having so much fun and it's still building. With MFC, you are penalized when you're not making enough for the amount of time that you're on. With Twitch, you're not. With Twitch, you're rewarded when you log on more, which pushes you higher which ultimately gives you a chance to move forward. Um, so I'll say that while there is definitely a ton of competition on Twitch, as there's going to be on any social platform where you're kind of battling for that top spot, uh, or even just to be noticed, um, it's not as much of a you're battling for an income as it is on campsites and uh, in particular adult content creation sites. That's interesting uh, as a perspective. Like, um, so like, what? How does ad revenue work on Twitch? Like, I, I have ad revenue in like YouTube and stuff and some other stuff. Like, how does uh, how does it work on Twitch? Like, do you have to be like approved as like a streamer or something? With don't you have to like work your way up? You have so many live people on at once and then blah blah blah. And then what? Well, what is that? Uh, if that's not rude or prying, like, what does that pay once you get up? Once you get past all that, like, I, it's absolutely it's absolutely fine. Uh, basically, well, let's talk about the process first. For those who might be wondering, like, should they, you know, invest in being a streamer? How long does it usually take? I want to put this out there. It took me two weeks to make affiliate. That's not how long it's going to take most people. <laughs> well, yeah, you had an existing fan base. That, yeah, so you had to you had to basically have them on there for two weeks live, and so that makes sense. So that's that's about the range you'd have for an existing fan base, probably. That makes exactly, sense. but it was a a a convincing thing. I think people were kind of trying to figure out what I was doing next. They didn't know if I was serious about Twitch. They didn't know if it was my main thing, if it was something they wanted to tune into. And so, um, it, well, yes, I never really sat at that zero viewer mark. I, I've never had to, to go through that. And that's like such a tough spot to be in. So like to those of you who do like start from that very spot, I respect you so much because that is so rough. Um, I would say most people get their viewers from off of either Discord. So maybe they are networking with other streamers, like they're making friends in other people's chat rooms. By the way, don't come in in someone's chat room and just be like, oh, I stream XYZ. Make friends and then you could maybe slip it in there. Don't do it like trying to promote just a conversation. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, people have come in my room and have said like, yeah, I just got done streaming XYZ. And they do it in a way where they've been talking to me and we're kind of friends and it's cool for them to do that. Um, and like, maybe like if they're streaming later, I'll even like send them a raid. And raids are basically where at the end of a show, you send your viewers over randomly to someone else's channel so they can kind of check out their content. Um, so I'm like, maybe even I'll send them over. Maybe I'll give them a shout out or something like that. Um, and that's a big tip. So basically how to get to Twitch affiliate, because there's two levels that are paid. There's Twitch affiliate and there's Twitch partner. Uh, Twitch partner is what everyone wants to be. <laughs> I want to be a Twitch partner. Every streamer wants to be a Twitch partner because it's, it's literally like you think of like YouTube. I think it's if they get like the platinum plaque. I forgot what it was, the play button. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that, basically. It's a status symbol. And there are other benefits that come with it, of course. And, of course, you get more promoted by Twitch, and Twitch is more likely to shout you out on their socials and things like that. Um, and, of course, you know, you're more likely to be able to get into certain events or certain network networking parties or, like, get with management or whatever, you know, of course. There are just perks to being a big creator. 
uh, affiliate, you have to, I believe you have to stream if I am correct. I don't believe, I don't try to remember if it was eight hours. Let me double check that real quick. Let me not do that. Let me just double check that real quick. Yeah, so you have to reach at least 50 followers. You have to stream for eight hours. You have to stream on seven different days, and you have to have an average of three viewers. And unlike how it is on YouTube where it's within the last 12 months, this is within 30 days. So YouTube watch hours are usually the hardest thing to hit. Um, with Twitch, I would say, like, people would think it would be the followers or maybe it would be the hours. I feel like streaming eight hours is not that hard to do. You could stream an hour eight days out of the month, which is like how, like what, three times, three, six, nine, like, like two times a week, you know, you can stream twice a week and meet that. You're not going to grow if you do that because streaming an hour doesn't really give much time for people to find you. Um, but you, you could do that. So the time commitment isn't too, too much for the minimum. The problem is getting that uh, average amount of viewers Three average viewers doesn't sound that hard. It just doesn't. But when you're starting from nothing and you can only really get one person in your room, maybe you have five people in your room once. And also raids don't count for that. And um, like if you're hosted on someone else's channel, even if people see it, it also doesn't count for that. They have to come organically off of the page from search, excuse me, from socials, from something like that. They have to be your viewers. And that's part of the problem. Because people are starting off with fresh Twitter accounts and fresh Instagrams and fresh Twitch accounts with literally nobody who has any idea who they are. And a lot of people have this mentality when it comes to content creation when they first start of, I'm like, of kind of like, what can you do for me? You know, I want this many followers. I want this many people to, to view my stream. I want this many subscriptions. And that's great and dandy. But what are you offering to them? What kind of substance are you bringing <laughs> right, to them? You know, why should they sign in every day and watch your streams? What kind of enjoyment are you going to bring? Are you going to bring a sense of community? Are you going to make them feel included? Are you going to give them a reason to want to see you again and again and again, let alone support, uh, support you financially, let alone take the money that they earn and give it to somebody else? You know, what are you offering them? And I think that's the part that people forget. Um, that they need to do as a content creator. And then they sit here, like, ignoring everyone in the chat. They're sitting here with a dark room, clearly no effort in their stream, frames dropping like crazy. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, what are you offering, you know? Um, and then you're sitting here like, why does nobody follow me or subscribe to me or whatever? Because you're not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that that sounds so harsh, but that is the reality. And it's I hate how mean that sounds, but that is the reality. Is you're not entertaining, so yeah. I think it's tough love. It? Not, I think just I think telling the truth is just tough love. People need to hear that shit sometimes. I mean, I mean, I think it helps people push people the same way. If you tell everybody they're good when they're not, I mean, they're gonna fucking just think they're good all the time. Exactly. I think, I, I think that. But I, I feel like I talk forever. So I'm basically like, this is like a TED talk. I'm like streaming. I feel like I'm like, I'm like learning so much shit. But uh, <laughs> we talk for nine more hours. Where can people like find you? Um, I guess like, uh, like throw out some links and stuff for people to find you and like whatever, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I do have a website, which is super great. Uh, <laughs> me like low key shouting out host Gator. Uh, <laughs> like, lol, sponsor me. Anyway, <laughs> can you imagine? Anyway, <laughs> Anyways, I do have a website. Uh, it's gangabytetv.com. That's G I N G A B Y T E T V.com. Um, and all my links are of course going to be on there. That's the easiest way to find everything. All of my social medias are going to be the same. They're all under Gangabyte TV. If you are seeing anything else, whether it's ginger bites, whether it's, I mean, GBTV is another one, obviously Gangabyte TV. So it makes sense. That's one that I have gone under, which you could kind of see in my little, I don't know where it is over here. You can see my little badge. I go by that sometimes. But all my socials are going to be Gangabyte TV. So if you see anything else, it's not me. And if you don't find Gangabyte TV, then I'm probably not on the platform. <laughs> <laughs>